Welcome to Keep It Real with Anna and Avery. So this morning, Avery walked into my office a little distraught because she almost murdered a squirrel. Avery, um, can you take us through that encounter? Yeah, so I was coming on the bench. You know I'm talking about? Like 10 seconds away from the office. And the squirrel definitely heard my car because he did a little like perk up like and he was already happening. on the road yes like on the other lane and oh then God. he started sprinting towards my car and I was like no 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 and I came to like a full stop and luckily the car that was behind me was like a little ways away but then he like came to his senses did a full like 360 mm-hmm. you know kickball change other way and um anyway yeah it really like made my heart stop so I'm like I'm gonna walk yeah. into the office like 10 seconds before like just absolutely I've never before we record keep it real yeah. You're going to be an animal murderer. You know, but I've never, I've never had an animal or anything. And I like don't think I, I would... have. Oh, just a bird. Really? Mm-hmm. How'd that go? Squashed it, ran <gasps> it over. I didn't mean to, obviously. I don't know. I feel like maybe you'd be like, oh, <laughs> oops. I was driving with my grandpa, I remember. And I was, and there was a little bird in the middle of the, in the middle of the road. And yeah. like, I was trying to swerve around it. And then my tire just went right over it. And then we went back to see if it survived or not, but it was like flat. See, that's the thing. Like I was pancake. That's what I was really thinking. At about. least as, it was a quick death. As I was, as it was coming at me, I was like, oh my gosh, if I hit this, I'm going to make sure, like, I'm going to like, check my rear view mirror to me, like, see if it survived or not. Yeah. And then. No, like, they always say you're supposed to just kill the animal if you're going so fast. Yeah, like, you're not true. supposed to stop for a deer yeah, or I like, because that's how people die or like a cow or something and they go into a tree, you know, oh. and like, that's the thing too. Cows all around, you know, you, you fly into Nebraska. the corn in Nebraska. You, there's many cows to encounter. But yeah, you're supposed to just, you know, almost speed up <laughs> to go through it. So it's like less damage for you. Um, it definitely shook my morning though. But I don't think I would have it in me to do that. And even if it was a squirrel, I would still like try to swerve around yeah. it and probably put myself and in other drivers in, in danger. Yeah. So yeah, moral of that story... Try not to kill things, I guess. <laughs> More of that story, we don't know. More of that story, we don't know. But you know what we do now? It's March and it's Women's History Month. So yeah. exciting. I feel like there's a woman's holiday like every few months or so. Mm-hmm. And I get so excited and I love seeing everyone post about what they've been up to. It's just kind of an excuse to show off the women in your life and um, also celebrate your successes and stuff. So I wanted to talk about some women that we really appreciate. And we'll start off with our producer, Sasha, Woo-hoo. who does literally everything, everything under the sun. I was just going to say that I was like in the car and I'm like, what does she do? And I'm like, literally everything, everything. under the sun. She ordered these sweatshirts yeah, for us. Which we're, we were matching. We are matching. We got these last week. watching the video. Um, they're super, super soft. Super soft. I don't ever want to wash it no, because I know. I know it won't be as soft again. Um, but yeah, Sasha's amazing and just a big advocate for women and us, especially a huge reason why we get to do what we do. So shout out you. I know you're listening and you're probably like, oh my God. No, I think the best thing about Sasha is I was, it's funny you say that because I was thinking about something here because we wanted to pull a clip last night for something, a very quick turnaround and I don't have access to doing those kind of things, but like each part of our team makes our team great because mm-hmm. like they they follow up on what they do. But like Sasha yeah. is like the next mile. Like was on her way home from work and was like, "I'll do it right when I get home." Or like because we're oh, in yeah. sports, it's a quick industry, and so yeah. if I need something changed or I need mm-hmm. something pulled or a clip, like she's always on it, and it's you know makes our team. You know we have it on here, TTBT, because 
each part of our team like does their job really well mm-hmm. and but like it wouldn't be the well-oiled machine that it is no. like without Sasha not at all I remember doing the college world series it was like one of the first times I met Sasha and we were like pumping out content actually at the rate of a rocket ship literally seriously we would just do our interviews she's such a pro and so quick at everything that she does because she's just done it forever that it was so fun um just like teaming up with her and it's it's been amazing and now she's one of our amazing directors here at Herda and she's killed it and again somebody that just goes above and beyond and I love those types of people because meteorocracy just isn't good enough for them or like doing whatever to get by is not good enough for them and that's the kind of people that I like to work with and that succeed most is the ones that are willing to go a step further and to work a little bit later or work harder and she also finds time to like work out and eat healthy oh yeah at 4 a.m what and four like four in the morning like I love waking up and I have like messages that from Sasha it's like two hours ago and like I was up at seven I'm yeah like, how does she do it I don't know I, I need to get some tips from her Is if you want to get tips from her listen to her podcast though me had test kitchen because they uh they say some really good stuff about nutrition and health that I like honestly use every day I'm like oh no, even Man, just, like, I need mindset. To be better. just mindset is good. I always like the mindset stuff. It always comes on my uh-huh. TikTok. Yep. On TikTok and everything like that. But yeah, it's just so fun seeing all the women succeed around us. And at her at sports, we talked about in the last episode with Sydney Schneider, which you should definitely listen to if you haven't yet. Um, just talking about the women around you and supporting them and everything and how her at sports here, especially is kind of an anomaly of women working in this field that you also got to think of marissa voss and grace dunbar marissa just joined our team and she's done a phenomenal job so far and then grace who i love her because she was totally not into sports like whatsoever before and asked me all these questions and obviously i'd answer every single one of them about like you know what's this what is why are they doing this on this play or whatever but she's just so curious and willing to learn and i absolutely love that about Mm -hmm. grace so big shout out to her too and I just love seeing the supportive culture that we have here and it's definitely unlike a lot of others because you always hear the stories of cutthroat newsrooms where they're you know not necessarily rooting for another person because Mm -hmm. they want to take their spot or they want to move up whereas in an environment like this working in digital media more so and having your own you know side gigs that you can do here or there whether that's tv or radio or um I mean, even like with you, Avery, working at UNO, like you, you have your own lane and you can succeed in that. Same thing. Yeah. And me at Creighton too. And just like having that ability to work different areas and just really, again, like what you said, make it a well-oiled machine of everyone's, everyone's doing this part and that part to make it all come together as one. And that's just what's been so different about this working experience because, you know, in college, it's like, you can't really force somebody, somebody to work hard. Right. And that was always so frustrating for me and probably you as well. Just you can't force everybody to work as hard as you want them to work. And if you do, they're going to resent you for it at some point or another because they don't want to be pushed as hard as you want to push yourself. And you, you know, it's always about me wanting to make them better, but that's not how everyone sees it. Yeah, I would say that's a great point because here I appreciate what we do just because you know, it's, it's a company, obviously it's not a school organization or a mm-hmm. club, but, and this is common sense, but the product is always better when everyone does their part yeah. correctly yeah. and with passion or with purpose. Mm-hmm. And I think in the past, whether it be, you know, 
like you said, our clubs or college stuff, not everyone's in it for the same thing or it's totally. because they have to be in it because it's a class or something. So then you have to do multiple things at like a 70% rate just to get it done right. or maybe less than that. Yeah. I mean, think of group projects. Totally. And so it's like very hard to get the end goal or product to what you want it to be. And so I think that's the part that's so rewarding about being here is everyone is specifically good at something different. Mm-hmm that contributes to our team and what our end goal is. And so it allows you to do your job at 100% and do it well because everyone else is doing their piece. So like if I give everything I have into my part, Mm -hmm. I know the next person is doing their part and I'm not having to feel responsible for something that's usually not my, you know, my thing. Which even though I'd go out of my way to do it, it's like we have people on our team. And that's what you said. It's interesting about digital media because – like that encompasses so many things. Like it's oh my gosh, video yeah, it's and TikTok, it's, it's YouTube, TikTok, it's radio, which are totally it's different platforms, everything. And so everyone on our team like has some sort of component of it. And like you said, it's just it's very unique. And that's the best part is because everybody knows, at least I feel like here that, and we talked about this in the last podcast that there's no linear path in this industry like it's not not, like when you're in nursing or even accounting where it's like you get to level one and everyone knows when you say your position that they know where you're at they know what you're doing they know you're studying for your cpa to move up to the next thing or that you're in you know you're an rn or whatever there's some sort of hierarchy Mm -hmm. and like that's just not really a thing in our industry and even though there are places or people that you can look at that you you know you know where it sits and what's above what and like how to move upward it you don't you don't do it step by step you right. have to literally just take it by the horns and mm-hmm. oh my whoa. gosh why'd you say that by the horns <laughs> you don't know that was the name of our college show that was weird i didn't even mean to do it like that but just anyway it out it did it was on the mind um actually it wasn't so i don't know why that came to mind but um you just have to like make the most of every opportunity and so that's like what everyone pushes you to do here so yeah. like if you say something here or it's an idea or even if people know that I have to do something for Omaha but like there's a way that I could dabble and make it a herd at sports thing mm-hmm. do it perfect right. go for it that's like, the biggest difference between when you because Avery and I just graduated college in May when you jump into the professional world it's so great because obviously everybody at this job especially in the sports industry is here because they want to be here right you could get a nine-to-five job somewhere else and you know make good money and do that but you're in sports because you love it Mm -hmm. you know and like sports across the board and especially newsrooms are like notorious for long hours not the greatest pay in the world and sometimes you're covering something way out in western nebraska that you might want not want to do right but it's because you're so passionate about what you do and the work you you have and the pride that you take in it that I think that's what separates um, sports from the rest of the job fields, so especially. Per- yeah, that was a perfect segue because I wanted to talk about girls state last week. Yeah. Speaking of teams from all over the state and girls sports, I admittedly will tell you I'm not the biggest women's basketball sports fan. And I don't mean like I don't love to watch it. It's just it's not the first thing I usually turn on like mm-hmm. or um. I like when during a midweek, I'm like, now that it's baseball season, I love watching Tuesday night baseball games or I will yeah, always the crossover for right, you. It's hard. And so like, or it's my brother's season. So I'm watching him. I'm watching his friends, all those things. And I sometimes forget, or I'll, I'll also, I'm a KU basketball fan. So I'm always tracking their schedule. And so this past week being in a girl's basketball environment, I absolutely loved it. I take that back. Actually, a few months ago, I really got to start covering 
well, Omaha wins basketball, and I mm-hmm. love their team, which, mm-hmm. shout out, they're playing in the championship today. Yep. Well, it's Tuesday. You'll hear this in two days later. So hopefully they got a ring on their finger. But they are such a fun team to watch. And between them, going to a few Creighton games with you, and then last week, the women's basketball tournament, mm-hmm. I have like this resurgent, re- resurgence, there it is, resurgence of love for women's basketball mm-hmm. because of the passion. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Granted, I feel like when you watch guys, it's a little more skill-oriented. Theirs is solely passion. Like, yeah, great. A lot more toughness, so honestly. so fun for me to watch. And last week, I loved it. And my point, the whole segue here was, you're like, you know, it's hard. And it's maybe not covering things you want to cover. And it's like long hours. I was there all day long. And when the day was over, I was like, no, no, no. Let's play another game. Let's play mm-hmm. another game. Because I'm sitting there watching, like, girls give it everything. Their schools are there. By the way, Nebraska, shout out to NSAA for making girls stay all in the same location and mm-hmm. boys state for every single class because where I'm from, they break it up by classes. Right. And it's fine, but it does not create the community that you have here. Like having people there every day, your whole community, small towns, mm-hmm. people from Omaha. That's the best part is all the small is. towns coming in. Everyone is there. And I was with Mike and Mike's like, that's probably the whole town sitting right there. And right. Like that is like also the joy of high school sports yeah. too like there's no other time in your life that you get to play solely in front of the community that raised you mm-hmm. or your friends that you grew up with no matter if the talent isn't what it is compared to club and all that club atmosphere but there's just nothing like yeah. nothing can be high school sports no yeah. and I le- I told you guys last week I left literally crying on Tuesday night because I'm like I miss competing like mm-hmm. I miss leaving a game in like my whole neighborhood or like my school, whatever, like being there. Yeah. And you get that to a certain extent with college sports when you're in a community like Omaha and stuff, like you get to connect with people, but it's just so different. And it's because, and I literally, I'm watching senior nights of girls that I don't even know. Mm -hmm. I'm watching girls careers and, and I don't even know them and I'm sitting in tears and I can't stop because I just love it. And I just love watching people, also just do what they're passionate about. But the whole girls sports atmosphere this past week was unbelievable. Yeah. And like just huge shout out to how everything was run. I'm a transplant here. If you didn't know. Yeah. Geez. And now you're all hyped up on Nebraska. I, sports. I am. And I told Mike, I said, I want to do a tournament. And I was like, I'm going to manifest it. And he, I said it out loud and he was like, I can probably make that work. And like, let's do it in two years. I want an Eastern Nebraska versus Eastern Kansas basketball tournament Ooh. or a round Robin thing. We'll meet somewhere in the middle because as much as I love you, Western parts of the States is just powerhouses yeah. of talent on the mm-hmm. East side. We could always do a West side too, but it's easier to meet. I mean, I come from a basketball school. I saw so much basketball talent this past weekend, like just the passion for high school sports. I'm yeah. like, if we had like a house divided and it was like Nebraska on one side and Kansas on the other, like I am there for it. Mm-hmm. There for it. If, it's funny because I look back at my high school careers, careers, career, and I'm like, did I take high school sports for granted? Like Dude. not going to enough games and, you know, not participating enough or not continuing team sports. Like I ran track my last three years so my from my sophomore to my senior year, which is great, but it's not necessarily the most team sport and you don't get spectators at yeah. it besides really your family mm-hmm. and like very very few maybe close friends that go to state that come and watch you run but 
I whenever I watch basketball games, just like you said, I miss that team so, so much. Like I miss team, just like teamwork so much, and just nothing will beat it. So yeah. like, if you're in high school, don't take live it, for granted. it up. Like I, it's funny you say that because I think if. I can't imagine actually saying this, but I would actually redo high school over again, knowing what I know now. Mm-hmm. I, I would say I took every sporting event, like, seriously. I was at every game for yeah. a lot of things. Like, I loved it. And I loved watching my friends do their thing. But I wish I would have played basketball and volleyball through, even yeah. though I had soccer. Because travel, like, with club, I it literally limited me. Like, I could not be there on weekends. I could not be there for practices. Mm-hmm. Like, I was not going to be able to probably continue to can play at a high level. Right. I had basically quit basketball and volleyball. And looking back on it, I'm like, I wish I just would have found a way to make it work. Because I loved playing mm-hmm. high school sports. Competitive is just a different level. And yeah. I love that. It got me to where I was. But once again, it's that community aspect and just having something else to compete in. Like I watched people this past weekend just compete and like do it with their best friends. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, that's so yeah. like, and I'm like, I would go back right now and I don't know. I feel like it's weird. Like I'm what, 23 years old. I should have no interest in being in high school, but it's not. <laughs> I even, mean, I don't want to go back to high school. But. No, but I mean, for certain aspects, like if I knew the way I'd feel at 23 about wishing I could play a sport again. Yeah. Heck yeah. I'd do it again. Right. Or like just what I find a way to make three sports work. Yeah, I would have. Mm-hmm. And like looking at it now, I'm like, God, you don't, you don't know those things. It's crazy how much kids can't be multi-sport athletes now and mm-hmm. how beneficial it is to be a multi-sport athlete. But I mean, especially soccer. I mean, I had friends that did club, like intense club soccer and then they'd play high school for basically for fun and would just yeah, win yeah. state titles. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're so good. Yeah. And it sucked seeing that they, they had to miss homecoming. They had to miss prom. They had to yeah. miss all this stuff. And I'm sure you had yeah. to do the same thing. Yeah. I don't think I went to my first dance until like my spring of my sophomore year. Yeah. It just stinks. I get it, club, and it's really important in the development, especially getting a college um, college looks and stuff with the ID camps and whatnot, but sometimes it's a little intense of how rough they treat kids in club, meaning the vigor, the, like, just the schedule, the rigorous schedule and everything that they have to work with at, what, 15 years old? Yeah, I mean, granted, like, some of my favorite moments of probably my entire career, like, were with yeah. those teams and, like, where they have you go and all that stuff. I just think it's... Well, I mean, I don't know if you're aware of this, but there was a club, or I guess it was an organization that was created a few years ago and for soccer, and it basically made club year-round, so you could not play high school. It wasn't an and option. And the coaches would be like, if you play a high school sport, you're kicked off. Yeah, you're not on the team. Like, you can't. Like, the schedule goes into the spring. It was yeah. no longer a thing. And it made me really sad because, you know, is the talent in high school great, like the coaching? No, not really, but it's not usually what it's for. You know, right. it's that community piece, and it's playing for your school, and there's only four years you get to do that. And it just takes away that sense of, like, I mean, it keeps coming back to the community, but it was interesting because I wasn't, we didn't have it. It came when I was a freshman in college, and it just took the best talent away from the high schools, mm-hmm. too. And, like, I don't know about you, but, like, the, there's nothing like a high school rivalry than oh yeah that a like club a club rivalry, can give no you. one cares right yeah. and so when I got to go up against people that I used to play against in high school or like my friends in high school it was game on like right. so much different than playing a team that we were rivals with in Michigan yeah. right like that's the best and then I felt like that was kind of lost because all these girls are on the same team still they're mm-hmm. still playing together and they're mm-hmm. not even high school and it also makes the value of high school sports so much less. When the competitive players and like think of like the the um, 
players we have in boys basketball coming up this week people that are committed to big schools and mm-hmm. people that are just yeah imagine just all of them are just gone. not there and yeah. like am i saying that the other kids on the team aren't great enough no but how much more excitement and how much more competitiveness right. and drive does it add when you have those players playing mm-hmm. for high school and being just people wanting to watch too that's my thing and, and coaches coming because if a college coach goes and watches one kid they're also getting to see the rest of them totally so that takes away a lot of opportunities for um, kids that might not get the limelight all the time because they're not the five-star four-star recruit which absolutely means nothing like you cannot say enough how much stars don't mean anything based on recruiting of course yes they're good and they have the talent but like you look at the three stars and the unrated kids yeah. that are in the NFL now. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And, and especially going through college, like you cannot overlook the, the student athletes from, you know, Western Nebraska. And again, that's what 100%. makes state being all in one place. So yep. cool because you can see every Everyone. prospect, you can see everybody and realize, Oh my gosh, there's a lot of talent in Nebraska. Yeah. I mean, look at Brit Prince. I was holy crap. Like she has an offer from every school 30, under the sun. 35. She's missing two. UConn, South Carolina. Which probably will offer her soon. Anyways, but just the talent that's in Nebraska on the girls' and boys' side is ridiculous. And it's a shame that some wouldn't be discovered if not for people like, again, Mike Sauter. Mm -hmm. Or people like us that are covering these high school sports at Herdat and like making sure that they get they get the love that they deserve and showing off all the all the talent in the state and yeah it's a huge testament to what high school sports can mean to a community i do want to experience high school football in texas though because i know i cannot believe they sell out like stadiums huge stadiums stadium like college stadiums almost for high school friday night football amazing i know and another thing that doesn't get old is definitely high school football and like the chants and the themes and stuff no so fun and like I hope that never goes away. I know. There's a certain degree of excitement that I think about when, you know, there's college games or hopefully making it to the next level and covering those things because I love tradition. Like, mm-hmm. I think at the end of the day, when you tell me, like, why do I love sports? Like, I love tradition. Yeah. Because, like, what keeps you coming back for tailgating and selling out a crowd when you have yeah. three games? What is it? It's mm-hmm. tradition. It's passion. Uh, yeah. Right? Nebraska. Yeah, exactly. And then you look across the board all over the place, like, I mean, as a KU basketball fan, like what brings people to Allen Fieldhouse all the time? Like it's the atmosphere. It is. It's it doesn't tri- matter if that no. team was like zero and twenty five. No. no, and so I love that, and I love the college world, and I think there's a certain aspect of the NFL and professional and all that that's great. Yeah, but it's so hard to replicate the environment of a high school game mm-hmm. because everyone's experienced it. Mm-hmm. So no matter if you are a parent or a sibling or you've graduated or you're a fan you've of a, been fan, to a high school, you've game. been it's to high so school, accessible. Like, you've been to high school, you've yeah. probably been in a student section or yeah. you were an athlete at one point. So everyone can appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And like, there's just such a more like intimate competitive nature. Like yeah. when I go to my high school games still at home with my brothers or whatever, mm-hmm. I know every chant that they're going to say, cause I've been there. Like our parents that are, have their kids are in the student section. They laugh now. Like they are been passed down. Like, oh, I did that chant I 20 did that, years ago. Yes. Or like, it's just, there's some sort of like camaraderie that comes out of just not even the athletes, but you like the environment. Like yeah. when I hear my school's fight song for high school, it is a different kind of like mm-hmm. nostalgia, you know? I don't know how we got in my high school rant, but I'm like, geez, close the yearbook, Avery. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I will say on record, I don't want to go back to high school. I meant sports. High but school yes, sports. high school sports. I, don't sports. Go back to I high would school. love to experience that again because I, 
I miss not being like you cannot be the best athlete ever, but still get a play, right? And that's the best you part of it. You rule the show in high school because you, yeah, you can be just an athlete and yeah. and do so well in sports, but and hey, maybe you don't have those college offers, but it doesn't matter because it's no, high school it's and high you school. can get by so with fun. it just by having fun, having passion, and showing when it, up. When is track in, at high school? Fall in Nebraska, it's spring. Okay, so like, would you agree that for four months of the year, that spring, like it was just a different kind of fun? Oh yeah, it was so fun. Like spring is the best sports season ever. It sorry, fall for soccer, but No, we're spring. Oh, you're spring well, too. You just mean like football and stuff. High school football? Well, okay. I love high school football, but spring, like, there's a new excitement when yeah, spring comes because summer's near. Yeah, that's true. And like fall school's just starting. Yes, that's fun because there's true. homecoming and stuff. Yeah. But spring, it's like the weather's getting better. We're practicing outside. Like nothing can beat going outside with no, your best fair. friends sprinting around a track and doing horrible workouts did you, together did you guys have to was did you was your soccer field within the track so like, uh, it was, you, was a, it, it was separate? a practice football field up top around our big track but below was our practice soccer field okay so stadium they, so they didn't practice like inside the track oh no they were down they were down below they so, would they hated when we were practicing yeah. around them. so we had our own field we had a game field like it was grass so like we didn't practice on it mm-hmm. we practiced on the football field which had, was turf yeah and we had the track around it yeah and oh my gosh like yeah we were like rivals during practice because balls would go into the track and stuff and, and like, you'd like run to go get it and then coaches would be like look out look out yeah. and like you've got kids running like sprints and you're going and Oh my God. But like, I, it's just funny. You say like nothing better than running around a track. I literally would watch and be like, God, I could never do that. Oh my gosh. That's funny because everyone would be like, oh my God, the soccer workouts are so hard. And we'd see them like (laughs) struggling, jogging down the field. And we're like, what are you guys doing? Like track workouts are way harder. So we always had beef with the soccer kids. We're like, you guys don't have hard enough conditioning. We have way harder conditioning in track. I'll stand by that, but well, probably because all you do. Yeah. It's all you do is run. I mean, you guys, uh, you know, you got to dribble the ball. You make sure your feet still work. So (laughs) yeah, that shout out soccer. Yeah. Well, um, world cups coming up soon. Speaking of that women's Mm -hmm. world cup, Mm -hmm. how's the USA going to do? I think good. Don't you have a friend that just got called up to the... Yeah, U23 national team. U23 national team. Shout out Kansas City soccer real quick. Dude, Kansas City, man, they pump out quite a few athletes. I will say it's an underrated city for athletes. Thank you. Thank you. Bubba Starling, I mean, come on now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, we do. We have a lot. And I think that's probably also where my passion for sports comes from, too, just because following so many kids out of my city yeah like it's not kind of like a one stop then done I feel Mm -hmm. like after high school like there's been so many fun stories and just fun things to follow and it makes you feel connected which is really cool do you remember how many kids went d1 in your class oh gosh I don't know if I know how many but I think we had like 30 I don't it was a ridiculous number yeah I don't know if it was like just even my class or just like I remember um I mean, obviously, I'm going to say Christian Brown. That was the big one because when when I was he's in the NBA now. Yeah, I was a senior. He was a junior, and like Kate, like Bill Self was coming to our high Mm -hmm. school to watch games and stuff, and like that was kind of like the whoa, like this is like legit. Like, and I mean, we'd have other people go other places and big places and stuff like that. I don't even know if I would say it was just like just my high school, but I would say just like our, um, I guess they would call it league, like Eastern Kansas League EKL. It just was like across the board, football, baseball, basketball, girls soccer. Sorry. I'm whack my Sorry. microphone off. It's okay. I'm trying to move my feet. It's okay. It's okay. Um, just like every game had someone to watch or yeah. multiple people to watch. And like that was like 
it wasn't like that. Maybe that's why for me too. It wasn't just going to a high school game. You're like, I'm watching Prospects D1 talent. Yeah. I guess I'll take that back. I think we had 30 kids go play college sports between D3, probably NAIA and D1. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm like, I think back and wonder how I went D1 because like, if you looked at me, my junior year of high school, I was like not good at track. I was really? not fat. I was not that fast. I was not that strong. Like I was so like just so small. Like I didn't yeah. have muscle built up. I what like I didn't start really serious like taking track seriously until my like later in my junior year mm-hmm. and I was like, "Wait, I'm kind of good at this." <laughs> and I remember like getting like running a 13, mm-hmm. which is like pretty good for high school. Okay. Like a 13 second 100 meter. Okay. And our varsity coach moved me up to, I was on JV and oh, I ran that. Okay. And then I got moved up to varsity my junior year. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh wait, like I can do this. And then I, I would say like my conditioning to that point, I remember struggling so hard in like basketball conditioning, like always being the last person. Like I was just not a runner yet, mm-hmm. Like, but I like forced myself to be, it yeah. was crazy. Yeah, like, what got you in a track then? Well, first it was my friends that were like, oh, do track. It's fun. Like, I just honestly did it for fun to be with my friends. mind blowing. Do track, run, it's fun. I know. And I was like, all right, I want to force myself to do that. But my senior year, I remember like thinking to myself, okay, I want to run D1 or nothing. Like, I want to get a scholarship to run D1. I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I'm going to work super, super hard. So like, honestly, I would say I'm like a pretty like average athletic person. Yeah. I mean, I'm athletic, but I'm not like, holy crap. She's like a beast. Like I couldn't make varsity basketball. Like I wasn't like the athletic peak of anything in high school. I was just like, I was just fast. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to work super, like I'm going to work harder than any other person Mm -hmm. on this team and I'm going to get a scholarship. And I did it. And I was like lifting every day of the week. I was doing recovery. I was doing physical therapy every single day to make sure like I was good and everything and I just like worked super hard and ended up qualifying for three events at state and getting I think we got we got eighth place in our relay mind you it's class a Mm -hmm. so like we were we if we were still class b we would have won every like we would we beat every sing every single team like before but class a in yeah in omaha is freaking insane it's like our six a at home yeah Yeah. it's like insane of competition um but yeah and then ended up getting a scholarship to you when did you get your offer like when in the year yeah like when were you like were you senior (laughs) i was a senior and i think it was after state okay and i remember my coach one of my coaches knew the uno coach and i had just submitted a recruiting questionnaire with uno Mm. and like put my name in and one of the coaches Chris came to see me at one of my meets and I remember like I was having the worst day ever I was like so sore and it was pouring rain outside and I ran a horrible time and I was so pissed like Mm -hmm. I didn't run my best time Mm -hmm. and but I I don't know if they were gonna offer me after that yeah but one of my coaches called them and Chris was asking about me because they like were I guess knew each other Mm -hmm. knew one of the coaches it might have been cliff i don't remember Mm -hmm. which one but he was like what can you tell me about anna like we're possibly gonna you know give her a visit and maybe offer her and he was like i'll tell you one thing about her she'll she'll work the hardest out of anybody on the team 
And that is the biggest compliment to me yeah. because if I'm, what I look for in other people is, okay, who's going to work oh. the hardest? I don't care about talent. I don't care about your stars. I don't care about this or that. I don't mm-hmm. care about how many medals you have. Mm-hmm. I want to know how hard are you going to work? Mm-hmm. And so that's why I got that scholarship was because he told him, he's like, if you're going to get her, just know that she'll work at the hardest on the team it's funny because i got the d on track and i was honestly just the funniest girl on the team at that point <laughs> it was like thanks for the offer i'm out no but my first year it was no, so kidding. fun um did i ever get better no <laughs> <laughs> but i can Hit still say i accomplished yeah, my dream i ran d1 yeah, i wasn't cut out for it after i you know beat everybody in nebraska high school i couldn't yeah. beat anybody else um I remember one time that I really realized I wasn't cut out for this because in track, right, it's not like you're just going up against another D1 school. I looked to the right of me at the start line and there was a girl next to me and her shirt said Brazil with an S like Brazil, yeah. like the national team of Brazil. Yeah, not Brazil. I, I was running next to an Olympian Yep, who had qualified for the Olympics before. Where were you guys? Uh, I was in California. Oh God. At a meet. And I was like, I looked at her and then I looked at my teammate, Breck, to the other side of me and I go, what, 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 what are we going to do? <laughs> like we, like yeah. she's winning. She's in lane four. I was probably, I probably should have been in lane eight or one, which is the slowest lanes. And I like look over and I'm like, I'm getting dusted. Like I, I there's no chance for me to survive this race. And so we run, she just obliterates everybody. And we're just, me and Breck are just like, and Breck's fast too. Yeah. Like, she's faster than me. And I was like, dude, like there's nothing we can do about that. She's got Brazil with an S. She's got Brazil with an S on her Jersey. Like mine's like Omaha, you know, a D1 school in the Summit League. Like we're not beating Brazil. Mine's like and Omaha. At that point I was like, you know, I might not be cut out for this, but was that your freshman year? That was like my early. Fr- that was my freshman year. One of our first outdoor meets in April. So like yeah. tough. Oh my well, God. I have another embarrassing story too about my track days. First ever outdoor race at Mizzou. You wipe out. No, Oh. almost not. No, not worse. But yeah. so sometimes on a track, every track's kind of painted a little bit differently where, what color the lines are and mm-hmm. stuff running a hundred meter. I stopped 10 meters before the race ended because I thought, the, flew by you. I thought the line was closer than it was. Like yeah. I couldn't see. And so I, I, I started like, I, I ran through the line of course, but like I would have like gone even faster if I would have known the, the line was 10 meters after. And yeah, that was bad. So everyone just kept going. You just stood there and then what? I didn't stand there. Cause like your momentum, like keeps yeah, you going, well, but I was obviously like slowing down yeah. too quick. Yeah. And my coach was like, what? what was that? And I was like, coach, I thought the line, I thought the line was closer than it was. That was so embarrassing. Yeah. That was, was bad. he mad? No, he wasn't mad. It was like my, one of my first races and you can't get mad at a kid for that. But, um, yeah, that was bad. That was well, if bad. it makes you feel any better. Um, we played Memphis for my first ever game mm-hmm. and Memphis was like ranked in top 25, like every year. Um, they always snuck in there and it was my first ever college game. And I'm basically telling a story about Margaret, not me, but because this is how this was, <laughs> this was like a running joke for a little while. But Margaret was our starting center back freshman year with another senior. And um, I'm pretty sure we lost like six to one, I think. And it was hotter than heck. Like we're in Memphis. It's mm-hmm. August. We were in this like 
they didn't like have a field on campus. It was like this like community field, which was kind of interesting because they're like a great program, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like bugs everywhere. It's like down low. It's like Ew. humid. Yeah, it was like ev- they were everywhere. It just was like. I don't know, like kind of tall grass. Just, I guess maybe not what I pictured for my first college game, but not like, you're like, what is this? What is this? No, my club fields were better. Than yeah. This. But like, it was just like, you know, sticky atmosphere, yeah. sweaty, hot. Like now you're already losing three zero in the first like 25 minutes. Like, you're like, Oh, oh screw God, this. Crap. This is college soccer. I know. Get me out of here. We go into the locker room, have quite the speech, whatever. Afterwards. Like, I don't know. I don't know. How, you, it, it's funny. Cause you don't know how like just things work. Like, when do I see my parents? Like, do, when do I say hi? Like, is, is coach like mad right now? Is he going to want, like, obviously he's mad. We just lost, but like, it was our first ever game. Mm-hmm. There's like 12 of us new freshmen. We're playing Memphis. Um, like, do, do we have the post soccer game talk? Like now do we have it at the hotel? Like, you just don't know. Right. right? Like, so he was like, just go. So I had your parents now. Like, we'll talk after. And I'm like, okay, whatever. So I'm talking to my parents. Like, Literally, I'm not kidding you. We're surrounded in bugs, like surrounded, like mosquitoes everywhere. Like you almost didn't want to talk to them. You're like, I'll find you later. And I see Margaret's like talking to her parents and she's just like in distress. Like Marge is just like exhausted, so hot. Like I'm pretty sure, like I never saw Margaret cry until like our junior year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Might be a stretch. Maybe like once at the end of our freshman year. Not a crier. No. (laughs) No. Um. And then, like, junior year was, like, maybe, I think, non-soccer related. But outside of that, like, me and her, like, she just was not a crier. So, I don't even actually at the time know if she was going to be crying. I could just tell. Mind you, I only knew her for, like, three months. Mm -hmm. But we were close. But I was like, girl is not good. Like, she's not happy. Also, like, Marge and I play against each other in club all the time. And they didn't put two and two together until we got here. Like, I have a picture on my phone. Stop. That's hilarious. Picture on on my, look. It's right here. This right here that's Margaret Aww. that is me isn't that interesting that's so cute that's my sophomore year in high school anyway I found that the other day it's on my laptop anyway so I we knew of each other yeah or she had a great club great team won all the time so I'm like maybe she's just struggling with this whole like us losing thing yeah she didn't tell me this until like literally like a year later and she's like after that Memphis game I was like contemplating being like I quit I'm done I won't, Aww. I won't do this. Oh, and I was like, what? And she was like, I was so miserable. I'd never been that tired in my entire life. I'm like, if I'm going to be that tired and work that hard, then I'm going to lose six to two or six to one. Like yeah. I can't do it. Like I can't like whatever. And then we got to our very last, like that was, so your first meet, you have that. Yeah. That's my first college game is losing that. Obviously like you got to get humbled right you, away. hundred percent. And you just don't know how anything works. You don't know what the vibes are. You don't know what practice the next day is going to be like, you don't know anything. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that. I just knew she was upset. And our last game happens ever South Dakota yeah. state. We lose in overtime. Like we had 30 seconds left to go to PKs at Denver. And we go back to the hotel and like all the seniors are hanging out. But like before that, like we were up in a room with like our parents, like my parents, Margaret's parents and our dads were like pretty senti. And like, we were mm-hmm. just Paul, Margaret's dad before was like, can we, can we go around and say like, I think we might've done like a cheers. Even I think we had like a beer after the game mm-hmm. up in the, before, and or before the game no way after yeah, the before game the sorry game. after dinner the whole deal our careers are uh, over senioritis, hey? i think that's what it was yeah no 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 and he was like can we do a cheers to something like i want you guys to like tell me something like whatever because he's like our parents were sobbing you know and i go well 
Cheers to us getting through four years because I thought Margaret was going to quit after the first game. (laughs) Was she like, shut up, No, we were laughing so hard because we were like, because then it was one of those moments you're like, wow, look at where we started. Like, Mm -hmm. we lost him. And then like, because after we'd played Memphis, we'd only lost like 1-0 and I think we tied them 0-0. But like, we came from literally miserable game one. Marge almost quitting. I would have had no best friend. Right. And now here we are, like later, five years later, best friends. I had just gotten like through mm-hmm. four conference tournaments, all these things. It's so cute. But isn't it funny to look back on like your first ever meet, first ever game, and you're like, God. Oh, yeah. I remember it, that reminds me of my first practice, like actual track practice with our team. And I remember asking one of the sophomores at the time, like, Hey, are like practices always like this? You yeah. know, are they always this hard? She goes, "Oh, this was an easy, easy one." Play. Yeah, and I like almost quit after that yeah, day too. Like, mm, and I, I was like talking to people, and I'm like, "Dude, I might quit," mm-hmm. but I was like, you know, I made a commitment. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm I'm gonna get through this. But none of the practices after that were really that like as hard as that. It was day. the first one. The first. It one was just you. like yeah, it was just the first day that I was like, all right. And I probably just wasn't in shape enough yet from yeah. like the summer and stuff. Because no matter how hard you try to push yourself, nothing will ever get close to actual team workout with everybody and that adrenaline and stuff during practice. But yeah, that was a, that was a funny moment. Also one time I broke my thumb during track practice and you might ask, how the f- do yeah. you break your thumb during yeah, track practice? Like that. So I was like on the starting blocks and I don't know, I forgot everything. It was at practice and he said like, it's, you know, on your marks, get set. And I like leaned forward on set and my thumb went like this. Yeah. Bad visual for those at home. Yeah, I don't do but, I don't like that. Um, and I, bad, I like bad vision. I, I stood up, ew. I stood up and I was like, coach, I think my thumb is like broken or something. And he's like, how did you do that? And I, I went to the trainer and they're like, you run track, right? Like usually it's probably basketball girls or volleyball girls come yeah. in with broken thumbs. I think I just had sprained it though. And I had to wear like a brace for a bit. Um, but yeah, I could still run with it. I was yeah. just running around with a little, little brace. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Oh, Moral story. To, oh, to be Don't a- take for granted your sports, even yeah. if you're not good at them. Yeah. This one all over the place, but that's kind of where the past week's been. Yeah. No, it's, it's appreciating mm-hmm. and appreciate the women in your life. Cause it's women's history month all month long, all March long. I want to hear 10 good things about a woman in your life right now. Go text them Two. Oh, to them? Yeah. To our listeners. Like, how are you going to... Yeah, okay. (laughs) Put them in the comments. Put them in the comment section. Tag them. And let us know. Tag them. Tag, like, we share. Shout out moms. Shout out moms. Uh, Mother's Day is in a while, though. We don't need to talk to our moms quite about it. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. Me and Anna are like, we can do a a quick little... It's only 44 minutes. That's not bad. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. Go play your sport. And shout out women. Happy Women's History Month. A Heard at Sports Network production.